Welcome to the podcast with a purpose with information and content meant to motivate, aspire and inspire you from romance author and host Chamira E. Fleming, but you can call her my welcome to an experience. This is the Purple Charm Experience. Hello, hello, hello. I'm glad you're with me today and let's just dive right in. I don't want to waste any time. So a lot to to cover and I want to kick it off with my quote of the day. You all know that this is probably one of the most impactful parts of the podcast. Um, I love doing it because it helps set the tone for the rest of the episode And it just gives us, you know, something to be motivated by, something for us to aspire to, and then be inspired to inspire someone else along the way. And so without further ado, our quote today comes from from Whoopi Colberg, and it states, I am where I am because I believe in all possibilities. And I love this quote because... If we want to do some of the most magnificent things in life, some of the most uh, scary things in life, um, you know, it you have to have a belief system that it can be done. You know, it is the the quote that you know it all seems impossible until it's done by Nelson Mandela and. Um, And it's so true because um, sometimes we put blockers in front of ourselves because we, you know, we're afraid to to take on what could could be, you know, the possibilities of what could be. And so I just bring this quote to all of you and and as well as for myself as a reminder that when we believe in the things that we believe can't be done, we believe and have that faith that all things is possible, you know, ways will be made in order for us to get them done. The possibilities become fruition. The possibilities become uh, things for us to inspire others by. So I, I, I implore you to believe in the possibilities of what could be what could be not just for you, but for us all, for the world, for the people in your life, um, pour into them those those beliefs that <clears throat> whatever's in front of you, it can be removed. If there's something, you know, that's impeding you from getting to the next level, it can be removed. It doesn't have to be a hindrance. You know, I, I believe, I believe that, you know, where I am and where I'm going is for the betterment of what I am trying to do because I believe in the possibilities. And so, again, I wish you well. I pray for you to have a wonderful week. And hopefully this quote adds a little value, a little something special to your day for you to believe in the possibilities. Peace. So, as you are getting ready for the, your your day, your week, and your or maybe you're on your way to work and you're listening to this podcast, or 
hopefully if you're, you know, settled somewhere or you're at your favorite coffee shop or whatnot, I hope that you pick up a sip that will allow you to enjoy it while you're listening to this pod. And so with that said, um, this week for my sip of the week, I'm, I'm keeping it simple. I'm staying with, and you know, the, uh, traditional teas, um, and traditional beverages instead of, you know, our spirits. And I told you that I will get back to the wine and spirits, you know, in, in, in future episodes. So I'm, I'm still on my tea kick, um, right now. <laughs> and, um, so I wanted to, what are your thoughts? I want to ask you, what are your thoughts? You, you know, did you enjoy last week's sip of the peppermint tea? If you all had them, I hope you did. I love it. Um, and I've always been a tea lover aside from, you know, the health benefits of drinking tea. Uh, I just want to drop a couple, you know, stats. Did you know that according to enterpriseapps.com, after water, tea is the second largest consumed beverage on the global, on the global average and on the country's average in the United States of America, around 85 billion tea servings are made resulting in 39 billion gallons of tea. That's a lot, guys. That is a lot. And I just found that statistic to be wild, but also encouraging because it ne- it lets me know that people are drinking um, things that are healthy and good for their bodies. And so needless to say, I decided to go with another tea this week. And, um, and the one that I chose is something that I actually love. I know that a lot of people out there probably love it too. And it's green tea. And I chose this one because, you know, it has a mild taste and it's really good. Um, according to an article that I read by Medical News Today, it has one of the highest concentrations of antioxidants of any teas. And I found that to be, you know, remarkable. I knew some things about green tea, but... You know, I, I never really took the time to to really look into the benefits other than, you know, drinking it if you're trying to lose weight. Because it was one of the teas that I used to drink a lot when I was trying to lose weight years ago um, for my wedding. And I just found it to be, you know, um, just refreshing and, and, and light. And I loved it. Um, so we could all use, you know, the benefits of a green tea, particularly those extra antioxidants, you know, that help us in our lives, I believe. And it also has other health benefits, you know, such as, like I said, helping with weight loss. It was definitely one of those teas that I drank when I was trying to lose weight um, just because of its, its benefits um, for weight loss, as well as the cardio, cardiovascular health. You know, I will mention um, that if you are sensitive to caffeine, then you might want to take it easy when you sit this tea, tea and pay attention to how much of it that you consume um, just because it does contain um, caffeine in it. Um, but other than that, um, have at it. Enjoy it. Um, it's perfect for, you know, sipping when you reading your books, you know, reading the newspaper, listening to music, and just chilling out and, uh, you know, on those days of self-care. Um, for me, it's the perfect sip for me to start my day 
and to dive into this week's episode with. So I hope that you enjoy it and happy sipping. Some folks might be embracing new opportunities, um, might be restarting um, this year. And I wanted to talk briefly about, re, you know, embracing the restart or t- give some tips for maybe re-entering the workforce or starting something over or starting a new in a new role or doing something different from what you have been doing. Um, and so... Um, I, of course, you know, I've had a few new opportunities that have come up, come up for me and, um, I'm having to revamp, uh, a lot of, you know, the things that I was doing in my career. And so I just wanted to share some tools and resources in terms of like how to get, put your best foot forward to do that because, um, you know, it could be challenging. It could be, uh, if you don't do well, it could be a blow to your, your confidence. And I just wanted to spend a little bit of time, just a few moments, talking about what we can do to restart or revamp our careers or maybe um, revamp, you know, our, the things that we do in terms of like how we proceed throughout our day to accomplish things and being productive um, um, uh, employees or uh, business owners or what have you in your day. So listen, we all have to stay on top of our A-game. If you've been on some sort of extended break, maybe you've been on vacation because of the holidays or you're just getting back to, you know, jumping back into the game and and you're finding it to be a little bit challenging. I know it's important for you, you know, to do a few things to up your game, to get back in the groove. And so the first thing that is important, important I think, is to assess your workspace. Assess what you have going on. See where you may need to, you know, grow um, in terms of, like, if you're jumping into a new new role or uh, going after, you know, pursuing a new role or um, or what have you, you might need to reassess, you know, the skills that you have. Do you need to take some courses? Do you need to get a certification? What What is it that you bring to the table already that maybe you can take it up a notch, you know, to do um, to do a little more, to exceed your expectations or the, the expectations that maybe your, your clients have of you or that your, your manager or leadership has of you. Um, if you're trying to get back in the game after a, a, a long break or been on vacation, ease into it, assess, you know, where things are. Don't put a lot of pressure on yourself to, to, to go out there and do, the most, you know, um, because I think, you know, um, putting pressure on yourself only makes it, um, stressful. It it causes, uh, you to get sick. Um, I think, and 
It also um, wears you down mentally and physically. You don't want that. Like you need to go back, you know, with a good, clear mindset, with clarity. Um, The awesome part is that there are so many resources and tools out here that can help you get back into the groove, that can help you get back to your productive state and doing the things that makes you, you know, um, high quality, high product, uh, producing individual. Um, you know, even in the times where I was, you know, trying to transition to new, new roles or taking on new skills. One of the things, um, I will advise if you're looking for, uh, those types of resources is taking courses through, um, platforms like Coursera or Udemy. They've been very helpful to me and like just refreshing on uh, concepts that I already knew or learning new skills and new uh, concepts that um, I knew that would help me in the long run. So uh, just just a you know, word to the wise. Um, and also remember that you are amazing, you know, and maintain, try to maintain your confidence level. Um Attempting to move into a new career or revamping your career or revamping yourself after a long vacation can be challenging at times, but you must keep your spirits up and maintaining a positive mindset through a strong sense of yourself and your self-confidence will help you keep, um, keep yourself into, in good spirits. And so, and, and keep people around you that are, uh, uh, highly, uh, positive spirited folks as well. So, um, I hope that a few of these little, you know, things, um, help you in maintaining a positive mindset set as you are coming back after a long stretch of time, whether it is from a vacation, whether it is you're looking for a new role or you're starting a new role, just remember to, you know, come back with your A game by focusing on, you know, the things, the skills that you have. And if you need additional trainings or skills, don't be afraid to reach out and find programs that can assist you and help you gain that knowledge. Remaining confident in yourself by believing that you are um, amazing and that you bring um key skills and attributes to your role and into your your business into your you know your organization you are a leader just lead where you are and believe in yourself that you can and then finally maintain a positive mindset by keeping positive people around you and think positively positively about yourself um to help build that confidence up you know because you can and you are um, amazing and you can do great things. And so, like I said, I hope this this, this little, um, these few little tips for embracing the restart helps you um, in your day today, um, whatever it may be.
All right, guys. Um, I hope you enjoyed the the last segment. Um, today, I want to end it with um, talking a little bit about um, some of the specific themes for our Ask the Author uh, piece. I wanted to talk a little bit about some of the specific things that consistently appear in my work and what draws me to those themes. Um, overall... Um, of course, I enjoy, you know, writing about the ups and downs and the ins and outs of love um, and romance from a realistic perspective that people can really gravitate to, sink their, you know, sink their teeth into and just enjoy reading. Like, that's what gives me joy is to see other people enjoy reading my work. And so... Um, but one of the consistent themes that I've found about the way I write is that I love writing about family and friendship. The, the dynamics between those two ideals is important to me. I love creating relationships between my, my, my characters and these relationships allow for me to write in such a way that is very realistic and I enjoy that. Um, it also allows me to create storylines that have a deeper connection with the readers. Um, I think the reason why I'm so drawn to these themes is because family and friendship are so greatly important to me. Um, I take them very seriously. And even in my personal life and professional life, I have strong connections to the friends that are in my life and the people that I work with because um, I believe in those bonds. I believe in creating um, connections with people that are meaningful and impactful. And through my stories, even in, you know, in life and through my stories, I think it's important to show loyalty and support amongst these two groups because, you know, we all have people that we are, that, you know, that we are connected with that mean, uh, means a lot to us. And so I always want to be mindful of the importance of those relationships and those and how we connect to those emotions when we are truly engaged with the people that are important to us and so I do that through my stories I remind people of the importance of being true and authentic and genuine to the people that support us that the to the people that love us and that are always there for us you know sometimes I think folks get away from the fact that that family will always be there. Sometimes we go through some, you know, our our journeys and families that are ups and downs, and it's meant to be lessons um, for us. But I've always known, at least in my family, that they are always there, will always be there for me. And, um... And I know that to be true for a lot of people. Um, there are some folks that have, you know, challenging family dynamic 
groups and relationships with their family and they may not have the same perspective that I have, which is okay. But family don't always have to be blood. Family can be friends. Family can be people that we choose to associate with, that choose to associate with us. And so I say all that to say that, you know, many, although I have a loving family and I love my family to death and they love me or to life and they love me, I also have a circle of friends who are just as important that are like extended family to me as well. And so I bring that spirit of that energy and 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 love of connecting, not just because they are family or just friends, but because we're human. Bring that humanity, that that aspect of humanity, to these stories, so that people can can connect, and you don't have to put boundaries on who you connect with and who you love because of because they may or may not be blood relatives to you, you know, you can, you can care for someone and love someone regardless. And I believe that. And, um, and so I tried my best to show that in a positive way. Um, I give people something that they can hold on to and come back to, you know, when they, they feel broken, I feel like, there's no way this can be possible, but they can find the possibilities in these stories and the way that I write these stories. And so I hope that gives you a little bit more insight into how I write and why I write in the manner in which I write. So yeah, theme, the themes that typically carries through through my, my stories is family and friendship. And I hope that, you know, the family and friends that you have in your life, that you treat them with the respect and the the, the loyalty and the, the honor that, you know, that is deserved and reciprocated from both sides. And so, yeah, when you read my stories, I hope you feel that. I hope you resonate with that. And if you don't, please don't hesitate to let me know because... I would change it in a heartbeat. Well, that does it for us today. And I wish you well. Peace. All right, guys. Um, you know, as we close out for every episode... Um, majority of the episodes, I like to end it on a high note, on a purple note with a little bit of purple prince history. And so this week is no different. And this week I found out some really great news. Um, the Purple Rain movie is being adapted into a musical. And, um, I am super excited. Um, I can't even, you know, I can't even deal because it is just, it, it's a dream come true. I, I, you know, I love the movie. I've always loved the movie. Um, ever since I was a kid, um, yeah, I just, I've been a fan. And so to see this, this movie get turned into a musical on Broadway is going to be amazing. Um, 
I'm not quite sure how Prince will feel about it. I think that he probably would be against it um, because I think if if he would have been here, he probably would have done it by now. Or maybe he could. He might have been in the works of, you know, wanting to do it, you know, later. And so, um, but I think it's a great way to honor his legacy, particularly since we'll be celebrating, um, you know, 40 years of that movie um, this coming summer in June. Um, The movie was released in 1984, so it's 2024, and that's for 40 years that that movie has been out and been a part of American pop culture. And, um... I'm just excited to see, you know, new, a new generation of fans, um, come into the fold to get to love the story the way those of us who have been fortunate enough to live through that time and live through his genius and get to witness him firsthand. Um, you know, we get to live it all over again for those of us who have been here, but, to share it with newcomers who are just learning about him. And I'm just so excited. I think it's going to be amazing. You know, I had to get on the email list so I could find out all the updates of when um, it will be, um, when the shows will start. And I hope to be one of the first people to go see that, go see it in, in, in on Broadway when it comes. Um, but I can't wait. And I just wanted to share that if you're a Prince fan like me, you know, a Prince fam like me, um, you understand how you just crazy remarkable this is going to be. Um, I've been to Paisley. I want to go back. I have not had an opportunity to do the celebrations each year that they had them. So I hope to be able to, you know, do one of those and, you know, maybe this year or next year, but, or sometime soon, but this right here is going to be amazing. I know I'm going to see that. I mean, I'm going, (laughs) I'm calling it now. I'm going. So that's my little bit of Prince history for today. Um, it's really more of, um, me sharing my excitement about the fact that I found out this week that, um, they are actually um, working on uh, adapting Purple Rain as a stage musical. So on Broadway. Yep. There you have it. And I will see you guys next time. Thank you for joining me this week. Peace. guys i just want to say thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the purple charm experience i hope you enjoyed it but in the meantime in between time i hope that you will also take a moment to check out my website www.creativecalfrey.com where you can find more information about me my books my merchandise and more also while you're there i hope you you will sign up for my newsletter by subscribing. If you also want to receive exclusive content and merchandise that pertains to this podcast, please sign up for my Patreon page by becoming a member. And finally, 
If you really enjoy listening to this podcast, please consider sharing with your friends and family. I appreciate it and they deserve to get this great information too. So until we meet again, I'll see you next time. Bye.